0: up, lay it down just a like Matt Mari. Wrestling over half up, gonna make it sorry. Feelin' like The Rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris, and we coming every weekend, it's feelin' like a party. Pull a Ric Flair, huh? Showin' out like Bianca Belair, huh? Best podcast, flusher in the air, huh? the rings, and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw them up, lay it down just like Matt Mari. Wrestling over half up, gonna make it sorry. Feelin' like The Rock, cause I'm driving in Ferraris, and we coming every weekend, it's feelin' like a party.
2: hi
3: everyone welcome back to the wrestling or half up podcast i'm your host Mari Forth, and with me as always my co-host mr matt scott matt
2: how's it Ooh, going uh, happy to be here happy to be the pro wrestling tag team uh, of the hour it is a it's been a long week busy yes week. but you know what Whenever, whenever there's a long week, whenever it's a busy week, I always just think wrestling is longer and busier. So, <laughs> what am I? I have so much to be grateful for. How, yes. How's your week going?
3: It's going good. I mean, it's going okay. The, yes. We are recording a very special episode because we are coming here in the middle of the week, as opposed to our our normal time here. Slightly so that we, earlier, yeah. Slightly earlier, yeah. Exactly. So we can kind of chill and relax over the weekend while uh-huh. it's still kind of steady before we get into the the real big wrestlemania stuff mm-hmm. uh but it's also been a, a quite a somber week as well uh news came down that we uh that announced the passing of scott hall yeah um also known as razor ramon he passed away i i i want to say like was it monday or tuesday it's very shaky but um you know it, it Arken- was, I
2: guess it was Monday because Monday on raw, they did have some, yes, some remembrances, but it was also, I think, I don't know if it was that morning that he was taking off life support, but it was right early that day and the news kind of trickled out and um, he unfortunately passed away, like you said.
3: Yes, and definitely, and our, our condolences to his family, and it was really, it was really a rough day, an awkward day, because we had heard he wasn't doing too well, like, yeah. I think during the weekend, and then m- Sunday night, Monday morning, uh, Kevin Nash, uh, his longtime tag partner had mm-hmm. announced that he would be taken off of life support. And the whole day, you know, Rip Scott Hall was trending because we all thought he had actually passed away, but then he hadn't passed away. So, yeah. you know, it it was a lot. And, you know, we, we tweeted about his his passing when we thought he passed. And, you know, if it, if anybody was offended by that, we, you know, we were under the impression that he had already passed away, but the official um, announcement came maybe an hour or two later. Um, but it, no matter what, it yeah. was it was a hard it was a hard few days for the wrestling community because Scott Hall really revolutionized the business in so many different ways um, from oh. being in the first ladder match with with Shawn Michaels, you know, just to, to making being a bad guy cool yeah yeah, you know and then of course finally starting the Outsiders starting NWO basically kicking off the Monday Night Wars and getting us forever changing the course of wrestling history so it it was a tough loss
2: I love all that and you kind of gave some of the highlights I remember personally for me when I first really truly encountered Scott Hall was when I was just becoming a wrestling fan about just over 20 years ago when he came to WWE as part of the NWO. So Mm -hmm. my first exposure to the NWO was that WWE version with like the Mm. hard rocking air guitar or whatever kind of guitar (laughs) (laughs) theme song, as opposed to like their initial WCW run and everything that came before when he was Razor Ramon. And I mean, I just like such a talented person who's regarded so well, obviously you know i you know there he's he's had so many so many chapters of his life and ups and downs and he's always been respected along the way and appreciated and and you know you have to give people their flowers while they're here and i i exactly. i would like to think that especially as part of NWO he really he really got that um just you know thankfully not just leading up to his passing but along the way with all of the NWO tributes that um, I remember coming across, not only on, we've seen on WWE TV, but also just on the indies at conventions, everything else. So it was a, it's Mm -hmm. a, it's an understatement to say it was a, a good run as tragic as the news is
3: yeah he's a two-time hall of famer Mm -hmm. uh uh, we they've been playing his hall of fame induction speech from 2014 a lot Mm -hmm. um which has been been great but i mean for me uh i didn't know the razor ramon and diesel of it aspect But Uh I knew them as Scott Hall and Kevin Nash Because remember I told you Famously I've documented this When Monday Night Wars happened I was watching both WCW and WWE And didn't realize they were different (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Better than me, the though. Because, time. Yeah, I it's, mean, I
2: wasn't, it, I wasn't on board yet, so that's that's interesting, yeah. though. Wow. So no,
3: I remember them sitting in the the stands and all of that, and 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 I only referred to them as Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. I yeah. didn't even realize that they had previous names before that until they came back and then they referenced all the lineage, and then I went back and watched, yeah. you know, a lot of their stuff. Um, so it's it's just really funny, and then watching documentaries and stuff like that. I I. I only knew them as the outsiders, and then NWO. So, um, and it's just been it's just it's just been a you know sad week for for the wrestling community, and of course, uh, condolences to his family, to all of his friends, to everybody who knew him, yeah. and to all of his fans um, who appreciated him, and all that,
2: that. Yeah, and I would just even throw in um, I remember seeing a tweet earlier this week from Wrestling Wind Down, uh, yes. where uh, they were just kind of sourcing what some of um, Scott Hall's best matches and moments are and some of the underrated ones. So there are a number that were listed out there, but I'd encourage checking out, well, just checking out social media in general, but especially um, just checking them out and that thread. And, you know, um, I can make sure to include that in the, show notes the cuz there are a lot of good matches that are mentioned there and i'm you know what wwe might ha- even have a collection of moments so um whatever it is we will um add it into the show notes the description where you can find our playlist each and every week and yeah. links to the things that we mention
3: shout out to lo at wrestling wind down uh-huh. you can um find them at WW- WWD Cast and it was a great she made a great thread about you know drop your favorite Razor Ramon or um, uh, uh, Scott Hall matches
0: uh, mm-hmm. below,
3: and it's, it's a great resource if you want to just get into some of his greatest moments. So, yeah. um, so we also for some news today, we also got they announced like another recruiting c- class for WWE at the Performance Center, um, and top billing or 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 what people a lot of people are talking about is uh, Rock C, um, is a part of the new. Performance center cast. She is uh, known as the first ROH women's champion with like that new belt that they instituted last mm-hmm. like, last year or, the, or last fall, should I say? Um, and I mean, the hype is there. She's in the performance center. She trained with Booker T. Booker T. She was her trainer, and she um, wrestled at uh, Reality of Wrestling. You know his yeah. his uh, wrestling territory out there. So uh, some high hopes for her, but also which was pretty cool I, I i looked at the you know she was the headliner but i also looked at like the the rest of the um class that came in and there there's always there's already one girl her name is uh teresa Sh- 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 schuessler i don't have probably said that wrong but she she's been d- debuted on nxt 2.0 as uh fallon henley and ah, she's yeah. Already, yeah she's already had three matches and is basically like in a feud with Electra lopez so like, really good for her, um, I think. Yeah. Um, And then we also got Bianca Corelli, who
2: Whoa.
3: is Santino Morella's daughter. What? Is in this oh. class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of cool.
2: Uh, Yeah. 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 Whoa. That's that's that makes me really question time.
3: <laughs> right. How, like it works.
2: Isn't he, isn't he like still t- 10 uh, <laughs> 30 years old? Um yes. no, but I guess yeah, wow. Okay, but that's that's amazing. And you know what? I always think it's interesting because WWE is really investing in the future and getting new stars on board and Mm -hmm. you know we we have our faves we have people who we wish were probably um, recruited there and hired there who we know we we have people who were there who were let go and that's always unfortunate but I I don't know there's always I feel like there's always an underrated excitement to these new performance center classes because we really don't know who's going to be I mean, it's a cliche. I don't know if anyone's going to be the next. I don't say who's going to be the next John Cena, but mm-hmm. we don't know who's going to be like the next uh Damien Priest or the next, you know, Roman Reigns, maybe or Seth Rollins or like someone who's of that level. But they could be in this class. I don't know. I'm watching out for Santino's daughter. I feel like she might have the Cobra and just like uh, <laughs> go for people and take them out.
3: I know Hang I lo- I I love those second generation wrestlers and stuff like Me that too. and it's cuz it's always like what do they do do they go with you know their the, their family lineage or do they uh-huh. try and make a different name for themselves so that's always exciting like and I don't and being like santino's like daughter is not going to add any like added pressure um that i like i think like, I, and i don't mean that in i hope that didn't come off disrespectful but you know what i'm saying like, i know it
2: didn't <laughs> but i'm just laughing because i want it to set in with people <laughs> no but you're right like it doesn't come with that added pressure it also doesn't come with an added um acclaim to it where you know like if you're uh Brooke hogan for example like if you show up in pro <laughs> right. wrestling you have there's a lot that you have to live up to Um, right and you know I always I I think of I was about to so I was about to make a comment Mari that you know rarely is there a like second generation third generation fourth generation star that flops in any way like and I think a lot of them take to wrestling really well only person I thought of I don't know if you've ever seen her in the ring Lacey Von Eric um
3: Mm, I have yeah yes
2: Yeah, so uh, you don't need to say much there, but most of them take to wrestling really well. I mean, even for her, I think she. David Flair. Oh well, (laughs)
3: that's a great point. No, like uh, the
2: the pressure, the pressure. Yeah, the pressure. You know, not everyone is Rick, and sometimes you know you have kids, and they're nothing like you. Um, Yeah. Shots to David Flair wherever you are.
3: Yeah. Um. So uh that's all for the news, yeah. but uh we do have a few emails. Um, yeah. so if you want to email us, you can always send uh, any long form emails to wrestling at rob has dot com and we may read it on air. So we we got two this week. And so, and I mean, I love it. It's we so we love, I know, we love when we receive these emails and it just Confirms everything that we love to do. So we did get an email from uh, Alexa Power um, saying thank you for everything you do. Thank you so much, Alexa, for thanking us. they went on to say, uh, just wanted to send a quick note to thank you both and yeah. Rob and all the guests and anyone else contributing for everything you do. I never thought I would see anyone like me, LGBTQ, female, analyzing wrestling. Uh, this oh, LGBTQ slash female, uh, analyzing wrestling. Yeah. This podcast is doing so many incredible positive incredible positive things not only for the wrestling community but for the black community the yeah. lbgtq community the gender queer community female wrestling fans and literally just seeing anyone who is not a white heteronormative <laughs> cisgender man discussing <laughs> wrestling is, is so amazing yep. and incredible to me um uh, she's a uh, she's a not us um uh, but yeah uh and um Uh, they go on let's see uh sometimes i just have to pause the podcast to honestly be so happy that i found you i don't know yeah i don't know what other expression to say other than you guys (laughs) y'all but you both are so amazing and keep me into wrestling even when it's hard right now with very little diversity in the men's championship yeah um, picture so
2: Wow. And I yeah. will say, like, we get these, we, this week, like back to back, we got two, um, really heartfelt, kind, thoughtful emails. Mm-hmm. Um, I will try to respond to folks as much as possible, but also, well, one crazy week, but also how mm-hmm. do you even respond to that in writing? Just know. like, thank you so much. And, you know, that's why we exist in the meaningful part of this podcast, because there are a lot, there are a lot of cisgender white men who are talking about pro wrestling um some american some british um but a lot of them and we're just happy to be here and you yeah. know um share share uh some podcast wrestling podcast space with them or at least create a space for you know like you said for black people queer people uh women all of all of the things that aren't really highly represented so thank you thank you mm-hmm. so much lexa
3: Yes, exactly. And, and it it's what we aim to do here. It was one of That's the main the reasons. Yeah, we started this podcast. So to hear that what we envisioned is truly, you know, getting to people and, and yeah. people appreciate it, like just makes you feel just amazing. To be quite honest, it, it truly, truly does. So thank you for the words of encouragement. Mm-hmm. We really do appreciate that. We also got... Um, another yeah. email from our good friend Wes. Uh thank you for reaching out Re- Wes. He basically was just talking about like him and his daughter yeah. uh were just going over and watching old rumbles on Peacock. And he gave us some of his uh his <laughs> thoughts about them and it they are pretty funny. I won't read it all but Yeah. Uh, he <laughs> he talked to, Yeah, yeah, he talked about the 2005 rumble and how it started off like with the hazing of Daniel Puter, which
2: P- I, yeah, Daniel yeah. Puder, the Puder. M- MMA. Uh, yeah, I was gonna and, say MMA icon, but you know, mm-hmm. he, that was he is a moment.
3: That was, was the one time. where was it? It was was it Undertaker and um uh, uh what's his name um the uh oh it was Undertaker and no. Sparky Plug wasn't it what? Um, you know Hardcore his, Holly, yes, Hardcore Holly, you know. <laughs> You don't know hardcore. What are you saying, Sparky? Plug that's his original. No, I know
2: as like a race car driver.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hardcore Holly wasn't that the one where they they were the ones who started off beating up Daniel Pewter, if I remember correctly. So no, it
2: was not the Undertaker. It was like I vividly remember this. It was um, Chris Benoit and also I. i don't remember if eddie guerrero maybe it was eddie chris and hardcore holly i
3: think so that That sounds sounds about right it was definitely it was definitely (laughs)
2: yep definitely yeah um and and he
3: said he said hazing is awful and schools need to clamp down on it on their uh, sports teams and living situations but from a storytelling (laughs) i know
2: (laughs) i'm like yes we never talk about hazing here (laughs) on this podcast (laughs) <laughs> but no oh, Wes, that was we so lo- funny. Wes we love you and I like yeah. I always love seeing your updates uh just with your daughter and wrestling and all of that so thanks for keeping us updated just because um yeah that's there's a lot there and where is Daniel Pewter now is my question
3: right and yeah maybe
2: that's a good argument against hazing
3: yeah I think it's a great argument against hazing um but uh he did, he just said uh, finally I'm going back down to watch the ladder match from Wrestlemania 10 and he said prayers to Scott Hall and his family so thank you so much Wes we even if we don't yeah. read them all up here we get a huge kick <laughs> stuff like this and we read them yeah. ourselves and, um, and you know it's what? really funny
2: yeah and you know I'll also say that um, on top of all of that like we obviously don't spend a lot we don't we're not the type of podcast to like go back and talk about all of the past shows and past events and past rumbles or whatever mm-hmm. it comes up obviously as we go along and there are shows like I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not trying to plug Bruce Pritchard's podcast yeah. but you know like his show for instance where mm-hmm. they do that so Wes hopefully you could also check them out to hear some alternate commentary kind of thing from from Bruce and Conrad there but like you know what if you have requests like if you want us to talk more about old Wrestling stuff that's probably buried in our brains. Like, let us know, and yeah, let we'll us know, it. and maybe, yeah. We'll,
3: yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. Um, but again, thank you guys for uh, writing to the email, and thank you, Wes, specifically as well, for uh, keeping it going on on Twitter um, as yes. well. He, he's normally good for the hashtag wrestling rehab up on Twitter. That's where you can find us. Uh, you can. Wait, I
2: have a new what? hashtag, by the way. Okay. Hashtag yes for Wes
3: okay hashtag yes for Wes along with hashtag wrestling up uh-huh. and then you can always follow us at wrestling up on Twitter hopefully you guys are already in the job has a squad cast Facebook group if mm-hmm. not it's our unofficial official uh, Facebook group for the Rob Has a podcast uh, community who love wrestling so if you want to get in there let us know and we will get you in there um, and of course Hopefully you're subscribed to our podcast feed. If not, go to Robhasawebsite.com slash wrestling feed to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And I look good. Matt looks good. You should Ooh. be looking at us look good on YouTube. Um go to Rob has you the podcast. <laughs>
2: good to me youtube
3: channel um
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's rob has a podcast youtube channel (laughs) rob has a com slash youtube
3: yes and you can see our beautiful faces and you can see some really cool pictures of really cool wrestlers as well (laughs) wrestling uh we're gonna go into a quick break and then we'll be right back
1: No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.
1: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit MFM.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SIN, its operating companies: American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
3: Okay, let's get into the highlights of the week. Uh, all of the highlights can be found in a very handy highlights playlist that you can find either in your show notes or show description. Um, and follow along as we go through the highs of the week. Uh, <laughs> so, Raw was, eh, it was like right this week. Uh, it, was, uh-huh. it was okay. It was, it was whatever. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It was like, uh-huh. right. uh-huh. but we yeah. just, we, I wanted to touch on like Kevin Owens. Um, it, w- the <laughs> We're getting more Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens basically responded to Stone Cold's message because the Stone Cold message that we had talked about uh, last week was posted after, you know, and Stone Cold's in the desert and he was looking all intimidating and all that stuff. <laughs>
0: Bring his camo
2: looking, yeah. looking only as good as he can look.
3: Yes. And so Kevin Owens responded to him, stunned a cameraman. Whoever that cameraman <sighs> was took a great stunner. It was a lot.
0: I don't know. They, they, I'm they over
3: did a these, great job.
2: I'm over these unsafe working conditions. That was not right. And <laughs>
3: that is true. Honestly, right, this cameraman
2: be- <laughs> deserves so much better. And it's hilarious because I don't think they showed a single shot through that camera view. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but he was right there. Like, if this was if this was really like if this was really going on, you'd think that someone who is it like Kevin Dunn would be in his ear. Like, get out of the ring. your shot's way too close you're up ko's nose we don't like it you just (laughs) stood there too
3: could you imagine could you imagine just walking through your office just doing your work and somebody comes and stuns you out of nowhere i mean that is the equivalent here (laughs) unfortunately
2: because of pro wrestling i have thought about it before um and it hasn't happened yet but be like
3: dude i'm working here like what is happening uh
2: do you think they're you getting know? like uh like he's getting workers compensation or anything for that because that was quite the stunner
3: it, it was a good one it was a good one
2: uh you know what if least. if you do get stunned at work just sell 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 and then sue yep That's <laughs> <quite awesome. laughs>
3: exactly exactly yeah. have them pay mm-hmm. um but uh, Seth Seth Rollins comes out also later in the night and has this brilliant idea basically to steal KO's WrestleMania spot. We've talked about it before, but KO and Seth have been very desperate to figure out where the both of them w- would uh, fit in on the WrestleMania card. KO challenged Stone Cold, and I guess Seth thought, hey, that's a great idea. Let me I mean, steal it.
2: <laughs> it oddly yeah. worked. That's the thing. It's like, mm-hmm. well... Like cuz I kind of said it last week that I thought it was a weird dynamic Place. that uh that KO was challenging Stone Cold after their tag team championship opportunity fell through. Like if mm. they would have won the tag team championships, he wouldn't have wanted to face Stone Cold cuz that's a big that's that's top billing. That's yeah. a bigger deal. You know, yeah. and it's obviously even in the context of this mania, like who knows if we'll get a match at all, who knows if we'll get physicality from Stone Cold, but mm. I mean mm-hmm. I would take that before I would take a championship probably at, at this point. Um yeah. or a tag team championship at least. Come on. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> That's not the tent. right. Let's yeah, yeah. K No no more K Fabe. Yeah. Uh yeah, like I thought this was great. I cause I think that was everybody's question. Everybody's question was like, okay, well, KO has his Segment match against Stone Cold or whatever it is. So what's Seth gonna do? A lot of people are are concerned. What is Seth gonna do? So I like that they are leaning into that whole. What's yeah. gonna What's Seth gonna do? So I thought this was very funny. It made sense because we are, you know, we were all waiting for them to kind of turn on each other, and then they didn't real. It was like they didn't really turn on each other. It was just kind of like K- Kale was like, "Hey, hey buddy, wait, stop."
0: Like, <laughs> hey, yeah, it's like you're uh, doing.
2: <laughs> it was. It's hilarious because yeah. it's also. Like, I, so at first, I, when I, when I was watching that segment on Raw, I was thinking, oh, okay, what Seth is doing is smart. You know, he's, he's creating a talk show and he's just (laughs) following what KO did. And then very much became clear that he's just trying to take KO's spot, which to be fair, I actually have a lot of problems with this situation. (laughs) I just want to break it down and let it off my heart because I've been carrying a lot since Monday with this. Sure. Why not? One, is you don't need to take a spot you could be the co-host you could be mm-hmm. like what's a talk show or like a late night show where they just have someone in the back who has like a bell or something
3: yeah like, like a, yeah kind of like, like the, the roots to Jimmy Fallon's like yeah like and then wasn't like Andy Richter or something like that to sure. somebody else like you need the you need the person that's kind of the funny guy next to yeah. the host.
2: Ross was Matthews I think wasn't Conan a thing O'Brien? at one point there, uh-huh. I'm sure I'm sure everybody has a
0: yeah. I was gonna
2: say a side piece. Um a side <laughs> kit. So yeah, yeah that's exactly. one issue. But even more, what I know Vince McMahon it, well Vince, Vince, I know you're listening. I know you're mm-hmm. uh you're you're young, you're healthy, you know, a young seventy-five or whatever you are. You got grapefruits eighty. Great <laughs>
3: I'll talk about his
2: <laughs> grapefruits
3: <laughs> inappropriate. Well, you, were just, you were saying the things that he says about himself i was just adding <laughs> uh,
2: sorry uh, you must have confused me with pat mcafee for a second i'm not trying to compliment him just trying to let this lay what why is he obsessed with talk shows it's 2022 like i mean who has talk shows anymore old people
3: Yeah, and I don't think Ellen's
2: still on the air. Dr. Phil probably has a show. Like, but like the average age of people who have talk shows is definitely like sixty, maybe sixty-five. At this, it's up there. It's not young. It's not JoJo Siwa. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I just think like it should be a podcast or something.
3: It should be. That would be hilarious. They put a table and get some mics. Oh, it would look like the those like ghetto podcasts where it's just tables and mics and people. Oh god, in folding chairs, <laughs> talk asking stupid questions. Oh man, I just, <laughs> I just.
2: Got Seriously, why did like? I'm, and I, I'm not a boomer, so and I'm not anti talk show, but I'm just like.
3: That is smart, we can make Matt. This a That is really smart. Yeah, uh, like or
2: maybe it's a TikTok shoot. Join the give, the,
3: give it to the the street profits. Bam. The street profits. Uh, Bam!
2: Wait, wait! You have to do your TikTok moves, which are really great for a podcast. Bam! That's a, mm-hmm. see, that people can picture it. We
3: have, uh, we are real off I can't the radar. We're going off this radar. I
2: know, so, <laughs> Off the rails. Off the rails.
3: But yes. KO, so uh, uh, um, Sonia DeVille makes a match between KO and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins gets the coveted spot with uh, Austin, and KO cements, cements his uh, road to WrestleMania. Yep. But also, uh, Seth is still sitting there looking like sad and downtrodden. What's going to happen with Seth? What's gonna happen with Seth? That's what people
2: care. To think, yeah. You know what? It's actually funny though because I almost don't care because Mm. in my mind I'm like, of course Seth Rollins. I don't know. I want a poll. I want. I want someone to put up a poll of like how many people are actually concerned about Seth Rollins' chance chances at ending up at WrestleMania? Because you're right, he did look very sad, but at the same time, we could put up a poll. He is Seth freaking Rollins. He's Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, yeah. He'll be there.
3: So we'll see. It's still TBD for Seth to see if he gets a spot on that card. Um, speaking of WrestleMania, Uh what will be the tag match for WrestleMania? Because this was this felt really random to me. The street profits came out to challenge RK Bro for the Raw Tag Team uh, Titles at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, and
3: they they said like they had pinned RK Bro a few weeks ago in the ring. Okay, I, I get that, but it just doesn't make sense because for the past just like kind of like two weeks we had um, Riddle and Orton versus um, not only Seth Seth and um, KO but the. The former tag team champions the alpha academy so the street profits waltzing in here feels so weird and random it feels so random and it kind of like yeah i hate it just um just like uh, kiki was saying last week it just doesn't feel like um they're they're properly building this stuff up and you know Riddle said, "You know, we should let's let's hear them out. Let's face them at WrestleMania." And so we we're thinking we we're getting Street Profits versus RKO at WrestleMania. Um, of course, we get the obligatory one person from each team gets a matchup against each other. Yeah, it was Riddle versus Montez Ford, and then the Alpha Academy comes out to clean house. So
2: yeah,
3: um, I'm, I'm hoping you know, like I hope beyond hope, it'll be a tag team triple threat. I would love a ladder in there, but I I understand if it's not. Um,
2: I just but, feel like there's is there another team that they would want to add in here too? No, nah, um, this is probably it. The this three is probably assuming,
3: it, yeah. It's you know they're weird. not adding a ladder. No, and, it, and it's different. just weird because they put the. I feel like Otis and Gable got the 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 titles like what? Maybe it felt like maybe.
2: Two months ago? Two
3: months ago, right. Maybe,
2: yeah. And
3: then they get put in that random match with KO and, and Seth, and then RK-Bro, which was a great match, but then RK-Bro won, and then I, you know, we complained, or I complained, I was like, why did you take the belts off of them, so close to, to Mania? Yeah. Then the Profits come, and then now, it's just the, it's just a lot of it, it's just a lot, but mm-hmm. if, if they uh, add Alpha Academy to the Street Profits, and the um the RK-Bro match I'll like that I'd like that and it you know there's a possibility if that happens that we leave Wrestlemania with Bianca Belair being the Raw Women's Champion and the Street Profits being the Raw Tag Team Champions and that makes me happy but I still feel like we could have got to that at a better better angle here
2: that is an interesting scenario and Mm -hmm. I'm almost disappointed that you brought it up because okay. I don't think it's going to <laughs> happen. To, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> but it, you know, your are everything you're saying is making me think about just this idea. I mean, we talk about it all the time with tag teams and pro wrestling that we're not, it's, it doesn't feel like we're meant to care about the tag teams mm-hmm. at all. Um, but, you know, like breaking it down, like we have Chad Gable, insanely talented wrestler like i think a lot of people when he first debuted between nxt and even his main roster call-up alongside jason jordan were thinking Mm -hmm. about him like this could be like the next kurt angle and you know Mm -hmm. very different scenario we have people comparing ronda rousey to kurt angle so maybe people are throwing that around a little bit much uh nowadays for Mm -hmm. different reasons but you know, actually, to be fair, it's mostly Ronda Rousey comparing yourself to Kurt Angle. But that's a story. <laughs> um, seriously. And then you have Otis, insanely talented, charismatic. We're getting his charisma back. We've gotten it back a little bit since um, a little bit of like a an off period for him being the goofy guy it feels like. Or at least like the goofy personality that's out there. And then you mentioned Montez and Angelo Dawkins. Like insanely talented Angelo. Insanely underrated. I'm just kind of mm-hmm. saying this all to say I'm glad that these people are getting this spot on Wrestlemania because yes. they, I mean most these of, are, but... I mean all of them even including Randy and Riddle could have been in like the Wrestlemania Battle Royal so mm. if that was a thing. so Which they're not, yeah, I was about to say yeah, which they're so, not going to have this not year. yet, but yeah, it's apparently not happening this year, but I'm just mm-hmm. glad that it's uh, I don't know, I'm glad that they have a spot at least
3: exactly and I, i'm sure I they're not complaining agree. about that right yeah so yeah and i think one of them is there to take that pin because i don't think Orin and, and riddle are getting pinned so
2: probably one of these uh who do you think is there to take the pin
3: i'm not uh, i don't know i'm thinking maybe maybe the prophets <gasps> i don't know because i see i don't i truly don't know because you. So. i would originally say uh uh, Gable and um, and Otis, but they had Gable and Otis. Uh, their run with the titles was very interesting in a weird way. You know, I know we didn't talk about it much, mostly because they were going up against RK Bro, and it didn't feel mm-hmm. believable. But I think, I mean, I I don't know. I I hope the profits win. I guess, but it just it just feels like there's no build. I don't know where it's going, and I'm surprised RK Bro is still together so I don't know, <laughs> you, know yeah, and like... you know
2: what like they, they it, it is you know you're talking about the profits and them winning and getting over and you know there are you can't complain about that but also Gable and Otis have been doing amazing work really uh, especially compared with the opportunities they've had so far in their WWE runs like they've really been doing I mean Gable especially has been doing amazing work great character work there's the whole mm-hmm. shoosh gimmick which is a thing so i'm glad that he's getting more opportunities to show his personality and maybe even to like develop his personality um but i don't know i think that maybe what we're getting at is that the disappointing outcome would be rk bro walking out of mania with the championship's like y- i think yeah. we could agree on that
3: yeah i i think we can um <clears throat> Yeah. so we'll see we'll see what happens um with that uh we also of course got the continuation of edge uh we didn't get to really talk about last week but edge basically he he now has this like dark side and he he premiered it last week where he cut a promo on on aj styles with like this thick purple light on which is like really cool it's very it feels kind of like undertaker Reminiscing type style, but it's like it's a purple light, and then he's really intense and up close. And then he had another uh, promo this week, same thing, Um, just saying that he sits on a mountain of of omnipotence and that AJ Styles will be judged. And I'm like, huh?
2: (laughs) But I know when I heard him say that, I actually had to rewind. I was like, is he like, I was like, what what did he just say? impotence um, no omnipotence okay omnipotence,
3: got it yeah got it
2: got it but, that but
3: don't...
2: what's on the mountain of omnipotence
3: i know is it like, like I...
2: cbs mountain or the viacom mountain ah, and Jeff
3: right and monet exchange and um, exchange. <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know it's like if you're omnipotent you don't need to be on a mountain like <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> like you're everywhere Huh. why are you on the mountain and I don't if, wow. is That's this really like deep. yeah is this like supposed to be like oh I'm calling myself God but I'm not like saying God so like people are like not as offended like I'm so confused I don't know like, he's saying he's gonna judge AJ Styles so I don't know it doesn't matter it's cool how, I'm excited yeah, how,
2: uh, are you
3: I I mean <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm as excited Hmm. for any as I can for any men's match. I'll say it like that.
2: Huh? Interesting. I like. Huh? Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) I will say, like, for me, um, I did not like. I just wasn't in it into this that much at the at first because Edge two months ago was fighting for his family, fighting alongside uh-huh. his wife. He was just such a different character. Yes. And then he snapped, but I'm not sure why. And also, yeah, sure why it's weird that, you know, like, why isn't Beth trying is, is like, in, in K Faith, would Beth kayfabe. come back and try to convince him to not be I, I don't even know mm-hmm. what to call him mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. or is is she upset? Is she supportive? Is she a heel now too, but only off camera and at home while she's taking care of like the kids or whatever else she's doing with her life. I hope she's doing great things. This mm-hmm. is weird.
3: It's it's, so yeah. weird.
2: Yeah. And I could, I didn't get into it, but like, I will say edge as he does really kind of pulled me into it when he started talking about, you know, I came back and I, Lost to Randy Orton, and I mm. lost to. He went through everyone except for Daniel Bryan, basically for obvious reasons. Right, he
3: lost to Roman. Yeah,
2: I mean, it makes sense. He kind of has been punked out uh, so many times over the last two two yeah. years. I yeah, yeah. It's been, right. Yeah. So True, true. I get it, and it. it but it, I hope he stays evil. <laughs> is kind of the thing that I'm hoping because if he goes back to being face edge, come yeah. on, don't play with our emotions like that. Right.
3: No, I I think you're right. That's a good point. He he has been basically um helping the younger folks. Mm-hmm. minus Miz I mean, he he had that feel good moment him and Beth and people. Oh Miz yeah, he didn't Reese. bring up
2: he didn't bring up the Miz thing.
3: Yeah, 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 exactly. So, and then with AJ Styles, they're both well established, so this could go either way. I imagine since he brought that up, then he has to win now. Um, but I think he if he he's on this run, I'm assuming this it will be his last run. It's been a long run. We didn't yeah. I don't think we thought it would be this long. And I I don't uh, begrudge him for dipping in back into like the the dark edge. The Rated-R super, superstar style Edge, like heel Edge has always been like my favorite. So, you yeah, sure. know, like, heel heel him and Christian, him healing it up with Lita, like that that's always yeah. been my 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 favorite version of Edge. So, I I am I'm glad he's found a way to incorporate being a bad guy in this, um, in in this run, and doing it almost, but doing it in a way that we've we've not seen him do it with this light in this like this dark passenger style, um, like character here. So I mean, and it and it kind of started with the the Seth Rollins feud. You know, we saw him yeah. kind of go back to the broody brood uh, stuff. So. Good, good for him. Like I said, I'm hmm. as excited as I could be for any woman in the men's match. So,
2: do you think that this this moment with Edge, um, where he's kind of losing it, you know, devolving into his heelishness, his evil tendencies, putting on some moody light, do you think that this is his <laughs> midlife crisis?
3: Uh, could be. Why not?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I like the thing I appreciate is that. He did say the old edge is dead, and I really mm-hmm. don't want to see that old edge back for a long time. If we're going to get yeah. it, so hopefully, hopefully they have some direction for where this character is going. But you yeah. know how these people are; they don't. All yeah. <laughs> Or maybe they do. Maybe, maybe he'll. It'll lead up to him like fighting I mean, for one of the world championships again, right? Because
3: you know? that's what I was about to say. Technically, Brock is a face, so if
2: Brock yeah, wins or but-
3: something, then.
2: They'll have but also there's the, the fact that the titles are unifying oh. between Brock and Roman. And so they're I mean, maybe they'll I, be an I open keep spot actively
3: shunting that from my brain because I'm like, I hope yeah. it's not the case. Like
2: Well, I don't know what to tell you, but I, I mean <laughs> it is good that we're getting this AJ Styles edge match. It should be a really good match. I just want to get I'm not at the level where I'm excited about it yet for Mania and I'm not sure if it's just the fact that it's also new and doesn't feel motivated I don't feel like we've gotten AJ's side of things other than him getting his head bashed in with a chair
3: very true Um, very true Uh
2: so maybe that's maybe that's it but something feels a little off with this as good as both of them are the storytelling just doesn't seem to be there Uh yeah We'll okay. come around. We'll come you know, around.
3: Look yeah. We'll figure it out.
2: Yeah. We'll go um, up to the mountain of omnipotence sometime.
3: <laughs> okay. Ne- uh, next up, we had a little bit more movement for NXT Stand and Deliver.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I mean, there was a lot of good things. Maybe, uh, like, I still think NXT 2.0 is can't miss TV, but there's no Carmelo. Um, this week, yeah, no Carmelo. Uh-oh. um, and it was like Dolph's first week as champion. Woo! I love we that. love I Dolph.
2: Mean,
0: I mean, know.
3: we like Dolph, but I, I, he was going up against La Knight. Good for La Knight. I, I, I like La Knight. Um, yeah. but he does not yeah. move. Move. He doesn't move me. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it was it was a it was a good episode. Uh, it's weird. I I don't know if I just. Quickly say this about it, but like Tony D'Angelo did kind of make a, a move up against uh Champa. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's cute, it's cute, it's it's cute, it's it's a point of view, and it's cute. <laughs>
2: yeah. But
3: what we're gonna talk about is uh, Core J stole all toxic attractions championships. Yeah, could like, we talk about this? It was like, I don't know if that should I say it's Scooby Doo esque or
2: Scooby Doo esque, like very,
3: very cartoony about this whole I, they got multiple segments I love when the women get multiple segments but Cora J basically stole all their titles and then she kind of like home alone parent trapped them that's it <laughs> yeah, that's right. home alone is home what alone. I was looking
2: for yeah <laughs>
3: yeah. she she uh, put one she hung one up in the back somewhere where uh, JC Jane went to grab it and it like closed a cage and she locked the cage on that was her. well
2: done that I was mean, pretty
3: good assuming <laughs> uh,
2: uh, i for, mean for, i don't yeah for someone who's so short to be able yeah. to maneuver something that involves height we like it we like for it. something
3: That's that cool. wasn't even a room it was like boxes no. like jcj J. was like it was like boxes and like some wire and some mesh whatever it was random ass
2: cage and yeah. i will say it, it actually and i i'm sure that this was i like i know that this wasn't a reference, or I'd be shocked if it was a reference. But it brings me back about twenty years to like NWO feuding with Steve Austin, and there was one night where St- Steve, you know, good old Steve, Steve had yep. multiple segments where I think he was like punking out members of NWO. So I think he, oh, okay. I think he locked Scott Hall in some kind of thing like that. Someone, one oh. of them, got locked into a ca- Scott Hall was getting dragged around or I don't know it was this was 20 years ago people my memory is not there but that's why you got to go back and watch but yeah it reminded me of that and then you know not to jump ahead but even the spray paint that we saw later reminded me of the the whole spray painting on people's backs. so I doubt that it's a reference only because it prob- it's. But it like, probably was. I mean, maybe it because is because of
3: of the, but the three
2: of them too. I mean, if it is, I I like it. If it's not, I also like it. But this was fun. We got a lot of Cora, and I get why people are like Cora like Jade her, yeah. fans. You know,
3: right? And it was also announced that like uh, Rachel Gonzalez is. I think this is kayfabe injury, but Toxic Attraction took out Rachel Gonzalez. Rachel, Jesus, Raquel Gonzalez. Um, uh-huh. during their Dusty Cup match, they said she's not yeah. going to be back for two to four weeks. Um, and because of this, Cora Jade got the championship match against Mandy Rose. And so, uh, she, like I said, like we were saying, she proceeded to like she locked uh um what's her name uh Gigi J.C. Dolan and no oh, no wait. J.C. Jane was in a cage. Right, Gigi Dolan was in a trash can. I was like, oh.
2: first of all,
3: in a dumpster. Is it
2: really worth it? Is my question. Is to it go in,
3: it? No, to go in and get your title from a dumpster.
2: Just get a new one. There
3: has to be a PA somewhere. Like just literally, <laughs>
2: literally, <laughs> no one was around in any of these circumstances. And Grab you a know,
3: PA
2: I mean, if your if your championship's in the trash, like, just leave it get a new one it's not irreplaceable it's expensive um but not irreplaceable it's also not your responsibility to get your championship
3: well there you go and then she tried to trap mandy but she didn't get mandy got the upper hand of her wait can
2: you what could we break this down because break it down this is the now. goofiest the goofiest thing ever mandy rose apparently all night was just Sitting in the back of her hot car, like <laughs> ducked down in the back seat, waiting for Cora Jade to get in the car and try to steal her car. I don't, I
3: don't know. I, Again, very wily coyote style. Just, just
2: putting out there. It's, it's yeah. very goofy, is the word that is top of mind right now.
3: mhm So, but. She ended up, like you said, brought out the spray paint. It didn't even look like she wrote anything on her. It looked like she just spray painted her. I'm
2: assuming it was a T and an A. That's what I assumed
3: too, but it did not look.
2: That's because it doesn't look good when you write a T and an A on somebody because you can't really see the lines and the letters, especially when it's spray paint. But you know what? And,
3: yeah, and Core J is so tiny, there's no room Yeah. I was like,
2: her. this is like the literally the paint was just covering her. So yeah,
3: it just looked like yeah, it looked like she just sprayed it. And I guess uh, Hulk and them had more room because they were dealing with like <laughs> dudes, so they could get the whole NWO in there. <laughs> <Huh>. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, like yeah brother. Yeah, brother. I need to work with someone with a big back so I can yeah, get all the, right. letters <laughs> yeah, the letters in. Yeah, brother. Thank you, brother.
3: Yeah, <laughs> so you like it was yeah. cute. It was cute. It it leads up to their match, and I think again, Mandy Rose. I think she she's a good NXT champion. Yeah. For what they they need in that division right now, I think it's perfect. Like I've I said mm-hmm. it before, I think that whole divas champions style thing is getting heat with people in a good way. Yeah. So I I like that. I think Cora Jade is a massive underdog. They've been painting her as a massive underdog for. Months now, yeah. and it would be a shocker if she won here. So that would be kind of cool. I like again. I would love a good one, two, three kid um, versus Scott Hall, right? Uh, oh. was it? yeah, right. Yeah, it was later Ramon, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. A moment here. So maybe we'll get something to that effect.
2: So wow, yeah. The, I mean, I, yeah. I look. I we. I remember we started talking about Cora Jade when she was with uh that. I don't want to disrespect him, me. but that the man, the man who mm-hmm. was there too, uh, mm-hmm. with the probably who also had skateboarder rollerblades, or I wish I could remember. Um, but yeah, it was what it, it's just cool that she's coming to her own. We saw her in the War Games match have some moments, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I get, I love that people are getting behind her, and she has she's a rootable underdog. You know what? It, it reminds me a little bit of. You know, totally different people, and but AJ Lee, mm-hmm. AJ Lee comes to mind because yeah, just from the size perspective, I'm sure that she even wore probably has worn some. I'm sure she wore things that were similar. She did. Yeah, so the it, her, and yeah, the checkers, yeah, so skater
3: aspect.
2: Yeah, it, it's relatable, and it's mm-hmm. it's kind of something that people could gravitate to. So yeah,
3: and she's her. been she's been having those style upset matches. You know, for months. So, yeah, it, it's it's it'll be it'll be good. We'll see what happens. Stand Superstar. and deliver. Yes. Um, Sarai and Tiffany, they had a few that's heating up last week. Tiffany was in a match, I think, against who we were just talking about, uh Fallon Tinley or something. Fallon like Hinley. Fallon Fallon Hinley, yes. Yeah. And Saray came out of nowhere and just kicked her in the back of her head, which was hilarious. Um, so they announced a match Dude. for this week. Yeah. And I love this segment because it fl- it flushed out Serays character here. So, like we've been talking about, Saray's mm-hmm. been coming to the um to the ring. She'll ha- she has her like magical amulet thing. And then right before she goes out into the the audience, she completely transforms. She puts like she has the like Sailor Moon-esque ring yes. gear on. She has different color hair, which I think is so cool how they do that. Like um, just giving her like the spray, the the washable spray paint and stuff like that. And yeah. she kind of comes out like a superhero sun warrior type thing. Um, and and that's her entrance we see her walking from the back and then coming out into the stage this time we're thinking we're getting saray's like walking through the back she's looking yep. at her amulet and then all of a sudden tiffany stratton comes out of nowhere busts her face into the camera i was like cameraman get out the way <laughs> like i mean
2: all this week is not a good week <laughs> to be a cameraman in wwe exactly that's for sure
3: and then proceeds to like like beat her butt all the way down the ramp and so saray can't transform she can't change and she gets her into the the um ring and she ends up hitting all of her moves and ends up pinning saray
2: yeah Um, and tiffany did a little uh i don't know what was happening here because it's funny because i have been like kind of watching along tiffany stratton first of all doesn't she look like a cupcake
3: Yes, I want. I I want to. We will talk about Tiffany Shad. I just kind of want to hammer home the saray stuff here real quick because I feel like this was a great development for her character Uh because it introduces that type of Finn Balor versus the the demon Finn, or you know, regular Kane, corporate Kane versus you know, regular masked Kane, the fiend versus Bray Wyatt, because it shows that she was vulnerable when she was not transformed um into her like all of her so i i love that for us i love that for saray i i like that they beat her up she still looked like she was like in an extra for harry potter that was so <laughs> rude well okay, wait, <laughs> that was out.
2: rude that comment was rude <laughs> so what happened to her is look I'm, okay maybe i'm just showing my showing my ass here because uh I wouldn't want to be an extra in Harry Potter, but that's my own <laughs> issues to sort through. Um mm-hmm. Saray, yeah, you're kind of spot on there. And it's fun. I just wish they showed more respect to Saray by putting up more photos of her backstage in this <laughs> image Because I've been looking for them looking for, for like them. the past five minutes. But you know, um, you know, it I, I like that idea. It's kind of funny mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, does Saray need to like kiss the amulet? And then walk through the smoke.
0: Because yeah.
2: it clearly doesn't work if she. Is dragged through the smoke. Because <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't, be, wouldn't it be funny if you're Tiffany. And you like drag her through. And you're like I got you. I got you. And then she transforms anyway.
3: That would be so cool. If they, if they did that one one more time. Yeah. something to that effect but i love that and i'm sorry and i just wanted to get that across for saray because it just That's flushes smart. out her character in such a small small way that i'm like okay so when saray yeah. is not transformed i i'm gonna be like okay anything happens but then if she is transformed i'm just gonna expect her to win <laughs> you know?
2: well, what, yeah but, i mean what where do you expect this to go like how do you expect it to develop do you think we'll I mean, see i mean i'm curious like because this is like a this is kind of yeah. fun to think about where this what they might be feud. trying to do here.
3: Yeah, if this is if this feud is going to continue, I think Tiffany is going to keep trying to catch her unawares so she can't transform, Ooh, and we're just going to keep wares. getting that. Yeah, we're going to keep getting that tease of can Tiffany keep her from transforming? And then once Saray transforms, they're going to be like, oh yeah, yay! And she's going to beat her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's uh, yeah. that's at least where this feud go- goes. Um, yeah. So, um, so let's go over to to uh, Tiffany Stratton. Um. So <laughs> you were cupcake. right. Th- th-
2: she looks like a cupcake. Yeah. And it's I like, don't
3: know what's going on with this. I
2: think it's fascinating because her background is um a like a gym. I think a gymnast background. Gymnast. Yeah. Uh huh. Very athletic. From and that's the thing I want to say is that like we don't need to know that she's athletic. In fact, uh-huh. it helps her gimmick if we don't know how much of an athlete she is in theory. Agreed. But Agreed. What do you what do you think about? Well, there's okay, well, there we we're a asked question. a question. Yeah, yes. yeah
3: let's ask the question. Um so we got a question from Derek. Um last week, uh-huh. uh, so uh, he said, also, what are your thoughts on Tiffany Stratton? After a few months of her now, I'm kind of impressed. Her song is kind of a banger and reminds uh-huh. me of like bowling for soup style songs. And her match with Erica Yen last week on Level Up was really good and excited to see yeah. her working with a great worker like Saray. So um, Tiffany Stratton, I think uh, she's still working on her gimmick because i'm correct me if i'm wrong but i think that this cupcake outfit that she wore here is completely different from like the outfits i've seen her in the last few times like i i think she's still trying to Maybe. nail her gimmick down yeah
2: yeah then, it is it is different and also i and will it, yeah. say i think though specifically this past week she was wearing this freaking cupcake outfit
3: yeah like a really like and then other other Which, her other outfits have kind of looked like uh definitely like a gymnast style. And, and by
2: the way, to describe this cupcake outfit for the yeah. audio people, in case you're like, you know what, Matt Mari, we l- I love to listen to you. Never gonna watch you on YouTube, <laughs> never gonna check out the clips. Basically, it's there's it's very involved where I guess mm-hmm. the best place to start. Her, she has these little wrist guards, wristbands that have ribbons on them. Yeah, little um, bows. Um mm-hmm. there's just a, some a lot of frills, tons of frills all over this outfit. Um Mari, what else is going on here?
3: Yeah, it's like you truly nailed it with like the cupcake because there's like small pearls and bows. It it feels straight out of like a um like a tea tea party like style. <laughs> it it like does in party. like little jewels um jewels pearls lots of bows very girly pink it's a very girly pink very frilly um and then she's normally had on like this blue style thing with trunks and then at one point she had on a blue like a blue uh, bikini and yeah. then like a the skirt so i i really feel like she's still trying to nail down her gimmick on yeah. um social media i want to say last week she went a little viral because um oh. She, she went a little viral because there's a clip that showed of her, like, um, getting into the ring. It is. Oh, it, no. Did she this...
2: do a split? Did she do a split? No, is that what she happened? She
3: She literally did everything. Like she got up on the apron. Ah! She did like a, a pose on the apron. She then got on the ropes, did a pose on the ropes. Wait, I had to ropes. see this. She, yeah. She flipped yeah. her hair back, got like came back on the thing, got under the ropes, got into the ring, <laughs> turned around. Did a hair flip over the shoulder, like she literally very did choreographed everything. Yes, very very choreographed. Oh, I'm sorry. I wish I would have sent it. I'll I'll, I'll find it and I'll send it. to oh, you Oh no, again, but- and
2: it's it's great because I I watched anyway because I've been you know the last few weeks especially I've been like what is Tiffany Stratton up to and it's been mm-hmm. fascinating to see her develop this these last few weeks especially and you know the thing that I noted in watching her match from Level Up last week was that. It was a it, like she did a good job in the match and all of the moves were well done. But to your point, and I think Kurt Angle talks about this so, or he's talked about this before saying, you know, anyone could do a move. Anyone could do the move. Right. But it's the things between the moves that really, really set people apart. And there is some awkward stuff between the moves where it's like. It, she's not living the gimmick or bringing it that to it as much, and you know, it it doesn't seem like she, to your point, it doesn't seem like she's truly a valley girl. Yeah, like she just happens to be blonde, and and they were like, oh, you're blonde and you're pretty. Let me, you're the valley girl now.
3: Yeah, um, I, so sent th- I sent I sent you the there. I sent you the clip. Uh, I don't know if you can play it, but yeah, it, and that's the thing. Like, I think she, I think she has the moves. Her moves still like are like they're it's you know i hate i really truly hate to say it because i feel bad for saying it but it's straight out of the tall athletic blonde um it it, it 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 reeks of like charlotte moveset and, and lacey evans well you know what i'm saying like she do, does the flips into the corner all of that good stuff so she she's very athletic she she can she's improving like matt said i i too have been watching some of her level up stuff um i just think she needs to nail a gimmick you know i love how she's like oh my my daddy pays for everything blah, 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 blah. But it's it's done. Like it, it it's done. It, like we've seen this before, and I I really wonder if they they named her because they want to <laughs> they want to bring up like Trish Stratus when they you know they. So I feel like oh, <laughs> it's big.
2: That's what they're going for.
3: <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's big shoes to fill. So I think she I think she has a a a, a good journey ahead of her. I think she's gonna be a good. I just hope they don't. Like like I said with Braun Breaker, I hope she stays in developmental for a while so that she can she can really get her feet under her. Because also, and, I, and I'm not trying to be mean about it, but her eyes sometimes her eyes don't connect with the audience to me. They're kind of like fishy, uh, like dead eyed. Uh, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Tiffany, that's
2: what Tiffany. Um, Tiffany. I'm just Tiffany. saying,
3: but she's cool. I'm just saying. She just got to get. The, I'm so
2: sorry. <laughs> no, this is why NXT 2.0
3: is developmental. This is why... Daddy's I... queen. Oh, no. Can you show... It? Are you able to yeah, show the... Yeah, I can the... do it.
2: I'm just like, okay, we're not going to get sued. Everyone just pretend... Don't tell WWE that we're playing this. But...
3: Yeah.
2: Here she is. Uh, we're watching a video right now. Her... Oh! That entrance. <laughs> oh! Okay, wait. I'm going to have to play this again. Give it a rewind. We're, we're seeing... Uh, yes. I wish we had, like, a play-by-play of this, so... You know, she's on the apron, spins around, does a little hip action, puts one leg over the rope, flips her hair, picks it back down, puts it under the rope, uh, does a weird bend back thingy. Uh, (laughs) Ivy Niles confused. And she flips her hair and says, aren't you impressed? Raises
3: her arms.
2: Turns her ass to the camera, flips her hair again, and then does a little shoulder move. Damn, she's really (laughs) figured it out. This is I wish that I had that level of choreography for my day-to-day life.
3: I'm telling you, I feel like she put the, there was the Iconics move in there. I saw the Maurice move. Like she, she maybe she's maybe like she's just a super fan. Person.
2: Maybe she's a super fan and just bringing uh, in all of the references. It's so on funny.
3: Yeah. It's so funny. So, yeah, no, I think she's going to be, I think she's going to be great. I just think she needs to settle into something and hopefully WWE
2: doesn't rush it. But the fact that she has a chance to do it on, well, on TV, because you there's nothing like, tv to prepare you there's nothing like doing anything to prepare you for it for Mm -hmm. doing it but there's nothing like being on tv and then you know apparently bruce pritchard and some others being able to look at nxt and say oh here's what you need to do better here's what you need to be here's what we're going to do so i'm hopeful for her but also i mean we'll we'll see i mean hopefully uh, she's around nxt for a little while and has some time to to shine up and polish and, up and all those other words about getting and, better
3: and, and like derek said working with a great worker like saray is only gonna help her so
2: well that is true and derek knows what's up so derek let us know if you have questions about tiffany stratton going forward if there if there's anything that we might miss uh we will come yeah back let us know her. but yeah and i will say her i like i like her I like her. Well, I like her, but I like her theme song. Is the yeah her theme song? song. Is, yeah, if, if it's the, the gimmick, vibe. I'd say yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, she gets to keep it whenever she's on the main roster. Mm. We're not even going to go there. I'm sorry. I'm just bitter.
3: so we also got Indy versus Persia, which this was kind of funny. It's like I'm still confused as to why they are <laughs> feuding. Indy and Persia are imploded. I'm I'm still confused. Maybe I missed something, but I, I know like persia is now with duke hudson and then indy and dexter it's like they the commentary on the clip said it's like romeo and juliet or something but this was the first time i ever seen this indy and persia had a match against each other just to kind of like blow off some scene to settle the score or Mm -hmm. whatever but they both came out they're a tag team mind you if people forgot they are a tag team they both came out at the same time to their music like it was the funniest thing i've ever seen in my entire mm-hmm. life they're like they come up they hit the music it's both their music and then both indy and persia come out and i think they announce persia first they're like making their way to a wing persia and then as persia is trying to like do her entrance indy is getting in front of her in front of the camera it's like it's just this whole back and forth of, and rightfully so yeah, of Indy trying to still, per- feeling like is trying to steal Persia's Spotlight. And they're making their way to the ring. They're nudging each other to get in camera view. They get on the apron and they're nudging each other to try and be the one yeah. in the forefront of the camera. It's very funny. I've never seen, like, I've never seen people who are no. going up against each other coming out to the same. Not
2: time. like that. And at the same time, to At the
3: same time. Yeah, at the same time with the same music.
2: Uh, yeah, so, lie.
3: um, and then we just get a really quick match from them, and it was so funny because me and my husband were watching this, and James is like, "Okay, if another tag team comes out and interrupts this match, because we, we were like somebody's interrupting this match, yeah, um, then that means they're they're gonna still ride together. They're still gonna be a tag team." And he the, he was like, "But if the boyfriends come out, oh. this might be might not be good for their their tag team going forward." And uh, sure enough, <laughs> during their match. We got uh, Duke Hudson came out, and then Dexter came out, and I Sexy I,
2: Dexy, yeah, yeah, baby,
3: Sexy Dexy. He distracted. It was a distracted long enough for Indy to get the the win, the like quick win, and uh, then they all four of them got into the ring, and they kind of had Did like this? a kiss off. It was yeah. this part, like Matt. I don't know if you know, but I've said it on like a lot of the Bachelor and Bachelorette podcasts. I do yeah. not like watching people kiss. Like, no, I you've talked
2: about this before okay. in relation to Indie and Dex. I'm probably okay. percent sure because we've looked
3: like yes. they had
2: some. They've had some graphic kissing moments.
3: Yes, yes, and it was. It. I was like, oh, I cannot. But basically, like, I think Persia kicked. Kiss Duke first, so then Indy uh, kissed Dexter. It was like they were they, yeah. like, it was just progressively more and more suggestive kisses until, like, if you're watching YouTube and has yeah. a picture up, the both of the <laughs> women kind of just jumped the bones of the men in their It just got lame. very
2: suggestive. It was, yeah. I don't want to know what happened after this. But
3: right. It was very situation. interesting. And then they cut off like that. i like, so are they still friends? Like, what is happening? I
2: think they just probably dimmed the lights in the arena and. Ooh. maybe they're more than friends now.
3: Yeah, it was very very interesting. I mean, I'm 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 glad there choice. are love stories. I, <laughs> it, was yeah, no. it was a choice.
2: It was choice. And you know, I I guess they're still friends because they want to be like each other and they have these men who also I guess like maybe is it like a is this a situation like the way? Is this the new the way we get I don't the know. two women, the two men candace is just had a kid and is out candace LeRae. yeah yeah candace laray johnny gargano no longer there indy is here austin theory is on the main roster to me this feels a little bit like it could lead into uh okay. way yeah
3: maybe maybe we'll get like the segments where it's like indy and persia are trying to get dex and duke to like each other okay yeah right. i see the, maybe
2: yeah, I mean, I still don't really follow like why they were why mad they're each mad. Other. Yeah, me
3: neither. I, don't I let a man get between
2: you it. and your friendship. And your He's friends, not worth yes. it, especially Duke Hudson. Come on,
3: right? If you guys and, know, let us know because maybe we missed it. Because I know I, they were saying they're trying to say it on commentary that it was a misunderstanding between Duke and Dexter. or something Yeah, like that. I mean
2: the way that I remember it because I remember watching this a few weeks ago where. Mm. There was something where I don't know if it was Persia trying to um show up uh show up in Indy and Dex by having the Duke relationship. Uh Duke was in a relationship with somebody before I don't think Duke yeah. was Persia with was Duke allegedly with Indy before Dexter? That would make sense Ooh, for why they're feuding, maybe. Not but,
3: to my knowledge, I don't know. Look, uh, I
2: don't look. So let let us, us know. Let us know if you
3: care. <laughs> yeah, you. let us let us know. Uh, so uh, that's it for WWE this week. Yep. Um, all the highlights can be found in the playlist. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back to talk AW.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
3: A laundry. Oh, a book club
1: plus
3: okay all right we have a new aw women's champion Ooh, uh, i don't know if that's uh, the appropriate
2: response no that's good no feels like it
3: so Thunderosa beat brit baker dmd champ, um, champ. <laughs> in a um steel cage match i mean wow that match i mean it was okay so mm-hmm. we've said it before. Their 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 match. I think somebody said like a year it was almost like a year ago. Like
2: yeah, yeah,
3: but yeah. The first one, the first like what was that? A, a street fight match or something like that? The was first it a lights, really out? lights? Yeah, it was out basically match. a street yes.
2: fight. Yes, it was basically every, a street it was right. A sh- right. But the lights out match, lights which out, yeah. I feel like I need to go back and watch. And well, yeah. Because it's, re- it's been a long time. It's been a year, happened. yeah.
3: And yeah. and people thought maybe then, you know. thought so I think that 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 match helped propel Britt Baker on her reign.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, but you know, people have, it, she's had it for a long time. Uh, some people love what she's doing. Some people think it's just was too long of a
2: reign. How so, do you feel about that um, situation, with Britt?
3: I, like i know i i feel like i was more excited for her when she wasn't the champion like when mm. she was like using all those promos and she had the um the segment like what was it like the dentist chair segment or the dentist whatever that office segment was yeah. when she was like oh. building up her character especially yeah. her heel ca- character and then when she got the belt i lost a little bit of interest because all of the fights none of the fights felt big and all that, that yeah. type of stuff um Honestly, her and Thunder Rosa are, have all have been my favorite feuds out of out of uh, Brit Baker's feuds.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so, I I think I, mean, I think it was time. I I truly think it was time, and I'm I'm so glad that Thunder Rosa got the nod because people love Thunder Rosa, yeah. myself included. And I think it was just the right the right time, the right storytelling. And I think their their matches to me are the ones I feel I, that elicit the most emotion. Now, is that because of the weaponry i don't think so because i i i, I vaguely i i vaguely yeah. liked the stuff with like when they included jamie hater and chris Statlander uh, with the thunder rosa and dr Br- 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 baker feud so i've liked their i like their matches that didn't have all of the weapons and stuff like that so i think i just like their chemistry yeah per se yeah i think i think that's i think that's for me brit's that's my favorite Brit feud. And I think she has the most chemistry with, you know, for me. I, I will yeah. say
2: that, no, that's, that's amazing to hear. And you brought up something that for me has, well, two things actually with Brit. One thing that I don't love about Brit, and it's a little bit of a Charlotte Flair thing, or it's some mm. not a Charlotte Flair thing, but it's something that I know that we've seen with Charlotte Flair in the last year. I don't remember who Charlotte was feuding with. Maybe it was Becky, but she was doing. She was in the Carolinas, in the ring, and she was doing like a call and response type of like, "Say it with me," which is more of like a face move. Uh, It was Becky, yeah, Becky, uh, Mm -hmm. exactly. It was the Becky Mm -hmm. uh, O thing, and I Britt is supposed to be a heel.
0: Mm.
2: Um, Tony Schiavone, you know, who's like her number one fan in in AEW, AEW, he does the D. MD yeah, which to yeah. me is like such a face move mm-hmm. the fans do it along with her when she comes out and mm-hmm. there's just something off to me like it should i just wish people hated her more i wish that mm-hmm. she threw they threw out the parts of her gimmick that were the crowd interaction Cleasing, because yeah. it's not it hasn't been very clear that she's a heel and she hasn't even gotten like more evil over the time that she's been champion yeah. that she's been the heel champion um i will say though back to what you said about the weaponry in this one to me it's weird because thunder rosa almost won this match at aew revolution if not Mm -hmm. for all of the interference that was happening and so Mm -hmm. the fact that this turned into like such a blood feud match and, and she she it took so much for her to win was a little surprising to me but you know, maybe that's just how cage matches are. I don't think they needed the blood and the thumbtacks and everything else. Um, I'm not complaining well, really, but they didn't need it for the Yeah, match.
3: I think I think they had that. I, I didn't think they needed it either, but they wanted to call back to that match. Oh totally. And I if anybody ever that. yeah, if they ever if anybody ever talked about Brit's reign, they always refer back to that match. Mm-hmm. Because it like I'm the same way. Like we I I've documented that I I'm not a fan of people bleeding first and for- foremost True. Um, <laughs> that's the, the medical professional <laughs> me. um, or like having to rely on weapons to get a story across mm-hmm. like somebody does Charlotte Flair yeah. um, but it made sense it, it, in this long run of this feud it yeah. made sense you know you, you put that steel cage there to keep out all that interference you beat each other bloody because you know this is the, the hump that Thunderosa Rosa has to get over Mm-hmm. So, I, I wasn't mad at it. I thought it made logical sense. I didn't think it was just putting somebody in a hell in a cell because it's hell in a cell month. So, you gotta put them in hell in a cell. You know what I'm saying? So.
2: Well, damn. I guess that's a great point. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, I so I liked it.
2: Yeah. And you know what? I, I'd like to, too, at the end of the day. I mean, it's hard because it's easy to look at any of these clips or moments in isolation and critique it. But, you know, when you point out that they're not just putting them in this match because it's uh ca- like it's cage day or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, they, it it makes sense. Like, I, I like yeah. that they did this. And uh, you know what? It's a memorable match that they had. It was a strong match. It was a good win. And mm-hmm. it's good that they didn't prolong the Thunder Rosa, like, win for too much longer. Because exactly. I think people were pretty disappointed that she didn't take the win at revolution
3: revolution yeah exactly so i i thought i thought it worked out i and it again it's still this weird like dichotomy in me where i'm like i do not like extreme matches like this but i wish there were more women's extreme matches like oh
0: yeah
3: and I, and I, i and that's basically looking at wwe like I wish mm-hmm. there was there was more extreme matches for the women, but then also like I think the AW on the AEW side they bleed and blade too much. So you
2: know Yeah. 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 It's it I know. I it's it's gonna be well, it would be interesting to understand how they think about bleeding and blading because mm-hmm. I mean we just saw that actually a couple weeks in a row technically. We saw just bloody CM Punk leading into Mm. Revolution and then at Revolution. And that really didn't do anything for us. To me, it just, you know, it's something about like knowing that blading is a thing to you. And, you know, CM Punk, not to talk about him now for too long, but like you don't need it. You don't need it to tell a good story, but it is. It does enhance stories too when Mm -hmm. it's done right and when it's not, you know, when there's not a different person bleeding every single show. (laughs) Which I'm not saying that's what it is, but it feels like it for how much we, how closely we watch AEW, which isn't as closely as some people are watching every single show. So you get it.
3: Exactly. And because we're recording this before SmackDown, I could not, like, I think it's the difference of using extreme measures to hide the poor showing of the participants versus making it make logical sense and having the people to execute it uh because i i think i said last week that i w- i would not be surprised if they made charlotte and ronda like maybe more into i i know th- the whole thing is going to be like i'm going to make you submit like but i i doubt that they would make it a submission match because submission matches are so freaking boring i'm sorry well, submission only matches are very, very boring. To
2: they're me. tough to make interesting. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like if you have. I don't know why. Um, uh, there are better examples than Chris Benoit, but Chris Benoit is someone who comes to mind. Kurt Engel even back Ooh, in the yeah, day. Kurt Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are some great submission matches, too, where people had a lot of things to pull from. And it wasn't like, let me go for my one move. One move. Like, <sighs> I'm going to try a headlock to mm-hmm. get you to submit. I'm going to try, like, try a sleeper. I'm going to try my finisher. I'm going to try my other finisher. Yeah. Um. So I hear you on that. Yeah, yeah. they can be boring when they're not done done well or yeah. done
3: right. Like, like the Natty ones. Sorry, Natty. But, oh, like, they, I, they, because they, cause it's just we all know she's just gonna try and go for the uh sh- the shooter. That's it, you know. But alone. but then I think of like Sasha versus Rhonda when it wasn't even a submission match, but yeah. but Sasha pulled out all of these technical mat based moves against Rhonda, you know. So yeah, I I don't know, I but I could see Charlotte and Rhonda being like a street fight or something like that, um, because. That's what they use to get that they can use to get that match over, you know. Um, but I would I love happy for them
2: mm-hmm. what you oh well. Oh,
3: no, I was just gonna wrap it up. So, <laughs> yeah,
2: I was gonna say, we don't need to, we'll talk about Rhonda and Charlotte, uh, Maybe some next other week. time, I'm yeah, sure. probably next week.
3: Next week will be our WrestleMania preview podcast. So,
2: oh my god, what are you talking about? it's already It's
3: already coming it. up, it's right here. Right It's right Uh yeah. So um, we'll see what happens. Uh, congrats to Thunderosa. Can't wait yes. to see what her reign looks like. Hopefully, like it's a good one and all that great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, AW. We got the um what is going uh, on here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So Jericho introduces another new stable uh called the Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, okay, yeah. Few things. <laughs> things here.
2: Uh-huh.
3: One hmm. that name. We can we workshop that? I saw someone on Twitter said I'm gonna just forever refer to them as Jazz Hands, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which had me dying. The oh, promo yeah. itself, like oh, like. No. Like, the promo itself uh, was just the same style of promo that um, Jericho does whenever he um, introduces a stable. You know what I'm saying? Like, Uh we've seen it a few times.
2: Literally in AEW. AEW, yes,
3: exactly. (laughs) And I've I've praised him for for these type of promos. Yeah, you say this is who we are. This is what we stand for. Let me introduce you to each member of the stable, so you know who they are. And then we ended by saying what we're gonna do to this company. Like it, it's cut and paste. Like it's we've seen. It it. was so
2: formulaic and yeah. Uh, oh uh, yeah, but uh, but uh, well, it was, but it also wasn't in a weird way because I was fascinated by who these people are. Some of them were getting name changes on the fly, apparently.
3: So let's talk about it, right? Let's first th- let's, off, let's, the- let's
2: talk about it. Bring it to the red let's, table. L-
3: let's bring it to the. <laughs> first off, um, I will say Chris Jericho is looking like he's in great shape. You know, he's in better yeah. shape um then he is i will that's my good thing them on i thought matt you look
2: great trying
3: to be nice
2: oh no i'm just saying he looks (laughs) amazing he looks amazing right now and
3: he does look like he's in some really good actually now the the i'm trying to go over the highlights of it which you know the fu- a funny thing to me i thought was like <laughs> chris jericho talks about how he like we're lucky to be in his era we're lucky to experience him and then he talks about like he, he said yeah. i see all of the, the things that you you talk about you say about me on social media and i personally started cracking up because i know exactly some of the things that people say about him on social media and it always comes to mind now. Every time I see him, I, do you know what he's referencing? It, it's like it, that is that it one...
2: wrestling related, or is it just like about all the other things about? No,
3: him? it's no, it's wrestling related. It's like uh-huh. when that one time that AEW played right after basketball, or like they played, they played something um, for AEW right in the middle of a basketball game, or right behind a basketball game, and so all of these NBA fans saw this. Promo or this match or whatever it was, and the NBA uh, fans just started lighting him up because he was one of the main people they were pushing. Because yeah. everybody knows who Chris Jericho is, right. and so a lot of the tweets uh, and it's it was mostly Black Twitter, Black what NBA Twitter. Say? One Black hmm. NBA, the the Twitter people said, "Why does Chris Jericho have the body of a baby mama?" Like, and ever since then. How dare I, we you? don't like I we, we don't like, don't like body, body shaming, shaming yeah. We
2: definitely don't. We
3: definitely don't.
2: It's not nice. It's and not nice. I will also say, look at this look at that body. Look at that body right now. Really I don't know now. how we, I literally don't know how his body is so these abs if you're looking at YouTube, I'm mm-hmm. tracing over his okay, abs right now so you can see the contours. Cuz that was he, another thing. Somebody
3: yeah. oh, said no. Chris Jericho, <laughs> and they they t- it was a picture of Mr. Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob when he was out of his <laughs> shell. <laughs> all right, so, okay, let me stop. That was wrong, but
2: no. But I, I will say here is what I will say about Chris Jericho is that you know the beautiful thing about him is that it's just all about motivation. Like yeah, if he true. wants to be in you know two thousand Chris Jericho shape. Like he is now, he can. Um, that's not always the case for people. That's kind of the way. I mean, I think that it's fair to point that out, but because it's it's nice to be able to point out how good he is looking mm-hmm. now.
3: Yes, could we keep and, saying
2: that again? Just keep talking how good he looks. He
3: he is a part of the joke. Like he 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 he, he is. Just said, I see it, and you're not nice. <laughs> he said, you're not nice. He said some yeah. hurtful things, but it's because you're jealous, you know. So it's really funny that he's a part of the joke. He made it a part of the joke. Um, so, but yes, let's get into it about like he he mm-hmm. he starts introduce. I'm I'm looking at this ring, and I'm like, who are these people? I know not a single one of these people. That's not Jay true. Jake Hager. You- hey, exactly. I just Jay said Kager. instead of Jake okay, Hager, who has sure. who has just been. Jericho's ride or die he even says it Jericho says he's a ride or die so uh, Jericho goes down the line and starts uh, talking about each and every one of one dude is named Daniel Garcia he was in a crash Jericho helped him that was a great story I love that story he talks about the two guys next to him and I was like who yeah he even said their names and I was still like who
2: no he Matt Lee and Jeff Parker
3: yes yes but do you know who that is though? Cuz I got the team. Oh! Oh,
2: I know who that is and I'm so yes. proud of myself. That's uh the um ooh wait, don't tell me, don't tell me. Um that's the two from that tag team
0: mm-hmm. that
2: were in NXT.
3: Yes.
2: Those people. Yes. That uh, did you what's... just
3: guess that? No. Oh, you... Cuz okay. I just
2: it came back to me when you said it just now. Um yes. I can't think of their name though when they were that in
3: NXT. That is Ever rise,
2: ever rise. Yes, yes. Who, Gone
3: too soon. Who, yeah. Who they were originally named 2.0, and that's why he said that's bad. Create bad name for bad creative. Whatever. That's what, he always does that WWE wow. show. But they don't. I I'm like I must be misremembering Ever because I don't remember them looking like that. But then again, I don't know. No, I just they remember. Did. I just remember when they <laughs> left. Yeah. Like, but did you know how long they had been in NXT de- no. developmental? They didn't been know, it, I know. they knew it they have been in NXT developmental for like 5 years. Like they they didn't but they didn't wrestle any um televised matches until basically right before they were let go.
2: Yeah, and then they I remember they were let go. They I think their match their match They're, either aired like after they were let go yeah. or the day before they were let go. Yeah,
3: the day before. They were in the middle of a um hi. hi, hi they're in the middle of a uh, feud when they were <laughs> let go. So, uh, yeah. it's And ever-ized. I think their last
2: match might have been, or the one of their last Classic. matches was with Hit Row. Oh. Yeah, they kind of got squashed by Hit Row. Yes, which makes sense, because it was around the same time, too.
3: Yes, 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 yes. So, I was like, oh, okay. yeah, And so, this one, I mean, this is Jericho's, like, at least Second, uh, third, third. A third stable here.
2: Well, maybe wait.
3: Maybe second inner circle. Maybe seconds.
2: There was like, uh, yeah. There, I,
3: there was inner circle, and then didn't. And, and then there was also the else? pinnacle
2: stuff happening, but that's MJF. But that's,
3: yeah, MJF feuding and with then, them.
2: Eh, probably this is I probably it. This is probably yeah. it. But
3: yeah, notable. so uh, it was just like I, I don't know. I'm like this seems like a downgrade, but. Uh, the biggest thing is they, he, they uh, after christening themselves the, the JAS, um, he called himself a sports entertainer. He said, "I'm the greatest sports oh. entertainer alive." Right, really playing up this, you know what people hate in 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 pro wrestling nowadays. And they said we're and, and he said I'm a sports entertainer. So Daniel Garcia said, "Well, if you're a sports entertainer, I'm a sports entertainer." And uh, Jake Hager, why did you know what? Nope. Um so uh at the end mm. they were like um uh, we we are uh this this is a new era this is the era of sports entertainment in AEW and that they're there to beat all of the pro wrestlers so it's just like again more playing into your audience and we'll see how it goes uh but yeah yeah it, i just Jericho has like a new stable
2: some other people in this uh uh, range you know i i'm not saying it but Mm. you know like throw in sunny kiss you know even that you know Mm. we're just like give us a little something give us a little bit more like melanin and some
3: yeah some diversity would be nice but you know what i don't know this is a ship
2: yeah, uh, and it's, we'll see it's if it floats
3: or not. It's ah. a, it's a, sh- it's okay, a ship I see so where we'll you're see going. If it floats or not. I
2: like how they got renamed, though. Um Matt Lee became Daddy Magic Matt Something, which is a, Matt
3: Maynard. That Maynard. They got. They just gave their their real names. Yeah, yeah,
2: and then Jeff Parker became uh Cool Hand Ange, which I like. It's like Big Ange. From
3: yeah, Angelo Parker.
2: Big Ange. I still- Big cage.
3: It's just like you. You. I don't know. You know what? Nope. Nope. Ah, I'm just gonna keep ah, it nice. ah. Um,
2: Wait. Let's all let's say one nice thing about this stable. Um, I like that they are. I like that there are star people who I did not really truly know or appreciate in this stable, and I'm happy that they have an opportunity to be in a stable. That's my nice thing. Mari?
3: Jericho looks good.
2: He looks really good, actually. He looks really
3: good. And he it truly does. Yeah, he looks,
2: he looks, I'm just happy to that. see it. Yeah. He lo- I mean, these has people. He,
3: has he been gone for a while? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't seen him in mm-hmm. a minute, but I've only been yeah, like, I guess he has like, dipping been. in and out.
2: Yeah, well, he has two. So <laughs> I think he was on tour.
3: Yes, that's what it is. That's what I was thinking. I was like, was he on tour, Fozzie? Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. All right. Um, well, that's it for AEW. That's uh-huh. it for the highlights of the week. What? And that's it for the wrestling wrap-up.
2: Oh, <laughs> not permanently. Um, We're not getting canceled this week.
3: <laughs> not this week no
2: um <laughs> we should say that every week because one day it'll just be like oh look at that famous last words look at that famous last words.
3: <laughs> uh but yeah like we said all of the highlights can be found in a highlights playlist in either your show notes or your show descriptions mm-hmm. join us every week while we talk about the highlights from all around the world in wrestling matt what are you up to what can the people where can the people find you
2: oh my gosh you know what i'm just uh blessed and highly favored um i'm thankful to be here on the wrestling rehab up and doing the wrestling rehab up things uh you know other than that it is a more quiet time for me pod friends just dropped, so planning for hopefully for another season of pod friends so we'll keep you updated on that you'll be some of the first to know about those interviews with people in the World of RHAP, but you know you can go back check it out. Check out Mari's interview from a couple months ago. Now at this point, mm-hmm. or less than a couple months, actually, that's how quick yeah. that season ran by. Damn. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check <laughs> that out, uh, and also follow me at Matt Scott GW, um, and tweet me. That's a good place. Uh, I'm I'm active there and doing things and pod things. And I don't know. I think that's my plugs. I
3: think that's my yeah. Plugs. That's your plug. Oh my! Uh, <laughs> I am. Yes, uh, you can find me everywhere apparently because you're I, a big I deal now. This to myself,
2: um, you yeah. were a big deal last yeah. week, but you're a bigger deal this week because you have too. is this your first time plugging Dropping. the
3: yeah, big yep. news? the big news, yeah, and we'll get to that last. So, oh. uh, of course, I've been doing BB Can coverage, mm-hmm. um, so you can find me. Uh, I did the live feed update last week and I will be on um, uh, some BB can episode coverage coming up this week. So Gotta just um, yeah, make sure can you're me. watching <laughs> BB Canada and you'll catch me on the episode recaps um, of course. So I just dropped, I think I talked about last week, me, Uh, Chappelle and Latalian Starks Mm -hmm. we're back we got the Insecure crew back to talk about Atlanta over on post show recaps so we just dropped the the kickoff show the what you need to know about season 1 and 2 where we recap season 1 and 2 before season 3 the premieres um, next week Thursday um, March 24th and every week after that we'll be going episode by episode to recap season 3 of Atlanta and so you know if, you, if you're if you a fan of me, Chappelle, LaTanya, and you, you want to uh, either get into Atlanta or you've been watching Atlanta, uh, go check us out over on Post Show Recaps um, yeah. at the Atlanta Pod.
2: Yeah, make um, sure you check that out, first of all. Yeah. Because if you're not a fan of Mari and you're a fan of me, just walk out now because <laughs> I'm not a fan of you. So, um, yeah, check oh, it out. I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, it's real.
3: Yeah, I know. Right? Mari, the, the people
2: are here. The people are here for, I mean, hopefully for both of us, but mm-hmm. more for you. So, check it out. Post-show recaps. And, wait, there's more? What?
3: Yeah, yep.
2: Booked there's more. Busy.
3: So, <laughs> so the uh, secret is out me and Sarah Carradine will be bringing you True Crime Tuesdays on RHAP we will be dropping our new podcast Crime Scene that's Mm S-E-E-N on this Tuesday March 22nd uh, where it is a true crime review podcast, where me and Sarah each week we're joined by wonderful guests to go over uh, a different true crime, either like a docu series or a documentary, standalone episodes, um and just review. Um, true crime properties themselves. So, uh, we'll be giving out ratings. We'll uh, be giving out recommendations for other true crime things to watch, but it's basically a, a true crime or up. So, um, you can follow us at crime scene. Again, that's S E E E N. Uh, <laughs> crime oh. scene R H A P S E E N. You know, that's how you spell it mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Mari talks too much like to like the number two um, for uh, to know when we drop and to follow us. And we're very excited about this. It's this been a long time yeah. coming. We are bringing true crime to the R.H.A.P. universe. So go check it. Check us out. And then like send us suggestions. If you're a true crime fanatic like me and Sarah, uh, give us some suggestions for some documentaries or, or um, shows to watch and review.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, and congratulations! It's an exciting time. People who have been listening for a while um, might know Sarah from a lot of places, but she was a guest on on the Wrestling Where Hap Up just back in October and. It's exciting. We're just all over the place, I guess, yeah. on these RHA, on these Rehap Ups, just stacking them yep. up, stacking, stacking them up, yep. stacking them and pinning them. And um yep. no. so I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited because I'm a true crime person, but also a true crime person who... I just don't need like all of the gl- bloody, exactly. gory details, mm-hmm. and then the parts of the podcast where they're like, "Ooh, let's put on the recording of oh someone God. calling the yeah. cops." Or <laughs> the cop- it's yeah, just yeah like, it's a I, lot. I don't like those. Yeah, it's a lot. So I haven't been listening to true crime podcasts yeah. for a little while, or for maybe a year or so. So I'm excited to tune into this, and hopefully, it can I can get my true yeah. crime fix without being traumatized.
3: Yeah, this is like we are um we're trying to keep it light just like this podcast. Yeah. We want we want to keep it light and we really are just going to be reviewing the properties. We're not going to be like going in depth in the crime. We're not about to try and solve any crimes or anything like I mean, that. We're just reviewing rebu- we're just going to be reviewing how you know the victims are portrayed how the crime is portrayed in in media and and it's going to be so fun uh we will be on this week's nothing but netflix with robin Chappelle watching bad vegan which just dropped on netflix it's it's right up the the alley of like the twitter swindler that that scam scam true crime is like so in right now yeah that will be our debut episode a joint project with nothing but Netflix so um, just follow us and you'll you'll know exactly when we drop but other than that um, please go and rate review and subscribe uh, to our Wrestling Rehab feed wherever you get your podcast Again, you can go to RobHasAWebsite.com slash wrestling feed if you um, need to still subscribe. Um, Email us, uh, wrestling at com. and uh, other than that, we'll see you next week. Remember, wrestling is for everyone, but not all wrestling is for everybody. Have a good night.
0: Up, lay it down just like Matt Mari. little up gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving the Ferraris, and we coming every weekend It's feeling like a party. Pull a rig Flair, huh? Showing out like a young couple huh? Best podcast, flush it in the air, huh? Blowing rings, and we win it, don't care, huh? No cap. Throw up, lay it down just like Matt Mari. little up gonna make it sorry. Feeling like the rock, cause I'm driving the Ferraris, and we coming every weekend It's feeling like a party. Hey,